forever. <laughs> Dog. Manila. The tree's rolling out. I'm feeling extra glamorous tonight. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to The Chop with Latrice and Manila. Where we give you the weekly right recap and rundown of Canada's drag race. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Let's chop it up, Latrice. Woo! Woo! Let's chop it up. This week we have a super special guest. She's our other mom and is known to be quite outspoken when it comes to opinions in the Drag Race franchise. Here to dish and gab about Canada's Drag Race, it's the one, the only, legendary My Sister Willow! Hey, Hi, girls. How are you doing, sisters? We are better now that we see your face. Y'all are painted. Girl, this is a light light. You know what it is. I got some nails on and one shoe. Oh, well, you're doing better than me. Yeah. I'll work. I'm wearing my Jimbo shirt today. I love I'll Jimbo. I, I am a Jimbo stan. I met Jimbo randomly. Did you? And I, yeah, but I was too high to remember. Oh, that's Twice. <laughs> <laughs> you know girl. that's how i feel that's how i feel about all the girls on canada's drag race because you know like we tour so much that sometimes when you meet the local queens like you're there for a day you do your number you hit and the stage and then you're out and i don't know if i've met any of these queens but i have a feeling i have actually oh yeah i you have yeah i worked up <laughs> there in um january and february this year but i met jimbo at burning man a few years ago he brought alaska flowers and he came to our trailer and like he met us, and then I saw him at World Pride again, too, but I don't remember any of World Pride because it was my birthday, and I did so many drugs. <laughs> I just had a birthday as well, and I did lots of drugs, and I think I might have met Jimbo as well, just well, randomly here in my house. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so, Willem, let's talk about this episode. Okay. Right? Okay, so the Queens, well, last week they, they teamed up and they did, like, those... Um, campy uh late night law firm commercials and then they had the denim on denim runway uh for the canadian tuxedo category and after some uh questionable judging rita baga won the maxi challenge and boa and alona were in the bottom Bo lost the lip sync and now she's left the competition i still want to know how boa was wearing a breastplate but her breastplate managed to sweat somehow how was it so her titties were so wet <laughs> And I was like, how do you make, how do you do that? <laughs> they was wet titties. It's called high, high end drag, girl. Like oh, every detail my goodness. Is, is thought of, I guess. It's, I, I thought it was weird that she did, that she brought her laundry to dry too on that clothesline that she wore on the runway. Wow. <laughs> but you know, there, there's a pot for every lid. There's a pot for every lid. And I well, unless you're, in, unless you're in my kitchen, yeah. because I can never find lids for my pots. No, I just meant I wanted her to give me some pot, and I wanted her to put a lid on it. Oh. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> well, now you don't have to worry about her, because she's not on the show anymore. Yeah, no. I... I liked her. I didn't. I think everybody is. Um, there's only one person that kind of annoys me, and um, it's not worth even talking about. But um, especially when I'm wearing this hair, uh, I don't have much room. <laughs> <laughs> no. no comment. Okay. Uh, this like episode. Thank you. This episode's fun though because it's a pageant, and I think we all have a little bit of pageant experience, right? Oh yeah, I've seen you in your pageant days, Willow. <laughs> <laughs> I paid my tab. You did that. Uh, but yeah, this episode, Miss Loose Jaw. But when we get into the workroom, we see the lipstick message and it just says, Nice. Love Boa. Nice. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. Look, of... Well, the girls talk about how much they love Boa and they're happy that the world gets to meet her. Lemon isn't very bothered that all the girls uh, said she should go home because she's like, Well, bitch, I guess I need to focus on me since everybody else is. <laughs> 
I was it's, like, but maybe she should have focused on that denim outfit, and then maybe they wouldn't have put her. They wouldn't have all told her to go home. <laughs> don't don't call that an outfit. That was mostly um dryer lint trap scraps, and uh, and a little bit of Levi Straussing. But I don't know about outfit. It looked like the rejects from uh, Crossroads <laughs> when they're like, these jeans aren't designer enough. We'll just you know throw them in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Throw them in the dryer with some razor blades and kind of like a yellow wig. Damn. <laughs> Ouch. Well, you know, Scarlet Bobo, uh, she is, she's feeling defeated because she still hasn't had a win. Uh, well, she's maybe a little bit pissed. We we don't even know. Like, she's just going through all the feels. She's trying to hold it back. But, like, everyone can tell that she is definitely a, a little livid about uh, not livid. winning yet. Yeah, a little bit. She's like, I can't believe, I mean, I can believe Alona hasn't won anything, but I can't believe I haven't won anything. <laughs> that part. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, she's seen the show before. Uh, she she knows that complaining will, like, only, like, make you more, like, apt for them to, like, either m- let you fail bigger. So I just think she should keep a lid on it, keep her nose down, fly right, and be concerned with herself instead of, like, worrying about other girls winning because, like, even if she does the best, uh, she's I, at this point. I think she knows she's not going to win the competition, right? Well, I mean, you, I got, don't know you guys have gone has... a lot farther than me. I've I've made it to right where she is, and I I won so frequently. I don't share uh, the the pain and excruciation that she does. But oh, oh, oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I, I can imagine though, like when you're in the workroom and all it is about like trying to like win something, like not winning. Is like I don't know. I just feel I feel bad for her because like she is doing very well, but because she doesn't have that win under her belt, like she's starting to doubt herself, and it's like and she has no problem telling everyone in the workroom about it. So yeah, well, I mean, whatever. Anyway, whatever. Uh, Rue has her uh, her message. It's you know you know Ooh, talking about pageants. Yeah, my Mabel Tarts beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Whether you're Miss Congeniality, Best in Show, or Lovely Fifth Alternate, <laughs> just make sure your page is on fire. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, you know, from the from the coming up next week on last week's uh, episode, I'm assuming that we're going to be talking about pageants. That's why I'm wearing. That's why I'm fully in a gown. You know, got my updo, updo, updo. I'm wearing my a gown. Lady. Did that. Honey, I could see that gown isn't zipped from here. <laughs> Actually, it, 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 it is for the for the for the people watching the YouTube version of this. Uh, you know, you you can see it, but for the people listening, uh, the the clasp broke. This is an old ass dress, girl. You know? <laughs> leave it to Willem to call it out. Remember, Jinx had that safety pin holding up that little velvet American Apparel gown <laughs> that she was pumping through two different Murray and Peter tours. <laughs> I was like, this is a winner. <laughs> well, she, at least she could afford the, the nice, like, steel, expensive, sturdy safety pins. The one that'll last you an entire tour long, right? Yeah, this is she true. Who took my good pin? It was with my bobby pins. I needed that one. <laughs> when you tell a girl she could borrow a pin, don't take that one. Oh, I need it back. I'm going to need this one back. Bitch. Oh, that's the other T. Yes. Always. I need yeah. that pin back, please. That, that, was back. Pin. that was a good pin. That was one of the ones I stole from Bianca. I need that back. Oh, yeah, yes. Bitch. the Bian- When Bianca Del Rio gives you a, a, a pin or a hair, hair pin or something, bitch. you keep that forever and you never let it go, honey. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm glad it's Brooke this week, at least. Yeah. Yeah, Brooke comes into the workroom and there's no mini challenge uh, gag, uh, which means that there's no pit crew, unfortunately. But she says that the queens will now be competing for the crown and coveted title of Miss Loose Jaw. This pageant is about all about small town girls with unique personalities, and they will each be assigned a character and need to bring their character to life and... Of course, it's Drag Race, so they have to make it funny. They got to make it funny. And Rita Baga, because she, uh, you know, was last week's winner, uh, she gets to assign the characters uh, to all the girls. Uh, so they have all these different uh, uh, pageant queens. So Rita picks Mismatched. She assigns Jimbo as Misbehaven, the, the slutty one. 
Scarlet gets misinformed, right? But I don't really um, remember that one that much. What was that supposed to be? Was that supposed uh, to that's be? That's supposed to be. That's supposed to be the know it all. The know it all most. That, that she would she be, thinks that would be she knows meme. it all. Yeah, she that thinks she knows meme. it all. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I know it all, even though I don't know shit. Yes. <laughs> um, Lemon gets misfits, the bratty, spoiled pageant girl, and Ilona gets miserable. Uh, the sad, depressed one, um, and Priyanka gets misdemeanor. Missy Elliott, angry. Okay. I, I, are, I have a problem with some of these these roles from the top because it's like Rita. Like I don't see her as the young romantic ingenue lead that like this mismatch thing would have. You know, it. it, well, it that's it, the it mismatch didn't... of it all, right there. That, Honestly, <laughs> you got it. You got it. I don't. I. I think. I think she did herself a disservice with uh, trying to stretch. Was her. she trying to stretch, or did she think that that was actually her? What was? Uh, what was the mismatch? Because okay, fast forwarding ahead, like uh, while watching the, the the challenge or the pageant, like I didn't quite understand like what mismatched personality was even supposed to be in the first place. So what was it? What like what was? Well, her claim was that it was supposed to be the hopeless romantic who has faith in love and humanity and the optimist and all oh, that. Oh, and she never and, finds the right love. Right. So I think, okay, okay. well, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Get to that. Honey. Okay. So Brooke comes through for her walk around. Um, uh, Lemon tells Brooke that it appears that the girls have a personal problem with her, you know, based on all of them calling her out. I think when they asked all the girls who should go home this week, they should have just said Jeffrey. <laughs> because I need him to get a tailor on set to to let those pants down. Wow. I get it. You don't want to wear socks, but your ankles aren't doing it for me, baby. Like I love him and stuff, but like I would have been like, you, you need to go home and stop finger painting that glitter on your face and let the union artist do it. That makeup, you tell, you know, she just went like this in like the little sample pot and went corner corner. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I'm not like... mad because I did the same thing. I mean, yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> I have I have two wisp lashes on top. I forgot my good lashes. I'm a mess. Okay, well maybe you are. Uh, maybe you should be judging next season. You should be girl. qualified. You're qualified, oh. darling. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, Priyanka is talking with Brooke, and she's she's worried because she was choking during snatch game, and now like this is another uh, improv challenge, and so she needs to do better this week. Uh, I, I, I'm rooting for Grunk because I freaking love her, but like Me another improv challenge, and I'm and, like, I'm worried. Uh, well, I'm worried. We shouldn't be, but we are. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rita has a little pressure on herself because she want to represent, you know, all of her, you know, her house and the French Canadian queens, and um, she doesn't want to seem vulnerable, but I'm thinking that a good leader, a strong leader shows vulnerability. Like you have to do that, but I know you want to be strong for your house, but it ain't about that. I don't know. Like I, I kind of, I kind of feel for, for Rita because like in this competition, like when all the girls are whining and bitching, like that's like them showing off their weaknesses. And in this competition, I feel like when the the girls are expressing that, it actually like comes back to bite them in the ass. So I, I don't blame Rita for trying to hold it together yeah. in this competition. So Well, in the competition, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see that, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, and Scarlett, she's still frustrated because she hasn't won anything. Poor thing. You know? But and she's so I, deserving, I, though. She's good. She's really good. Yeah, I think that she's being very hard on herself, and she's not really, like, l- looking at the fact that, you know, like what Brooke said... Uh, slow and steady wins the race. Like yeah. she could literally like outlast all these queens because even the the queens that are winning stuff ha- have been tripping and falling and ending up in the bottom. And as long as Scarlet stays the steady course and never lands in the bottom, she can make it all the way to the end. So yeah. I don't know what her her problem. I mean, is. Right. Juju Juju did it right. Yeah. Juju didn't win a challenge, a challenge for her first two two times on the game. True. And like she, oh, she still didn't win. Never mind. Damn. <laughs> But Damn. she made it to the end. The, she made it to the end. <laughs> made it to the All end, times though. she did it, right? She did, she did make she it did. to the end. What do you think about Brooke, though? Uh, talking with Alona about, like, the... Um, I feel like her getting out the story about being a First Nations two-spirited person is, like, the, the cue that means, oh, let's get all your story out. 
Wow, you know so much about production, Willem. You know, the girl. They said yeah. they said Brooke. Why don't you go just talk to her about it and like help her grab her bags, make sure she has her, um, make sure she's checked in on the Delta app. <laughs> girl, she. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I I was getting a little sense of that a little bit. Um, but hey, you know what though? Like, good for production because like it's come, it's getting close. Like she's been in the bottom a few times, and she doesn't seem to have any like. I mean, she doesn't seem to be excelling anymore. So like, get that story out, girl, so you don't leave here like with without being able to fully tell your story. Let's continue. Well, um, I live for Jimbo, and so do you, bitch. I see your shirt I right do. now. Right. And they've got it all sequined and stuff. They do not come stoned. Did so, it come like that? No, it did not, bitch. I sat there and stoned it myself. That took I, at least one blunt. At least a blunt, bitch. And um, so I did that after I got done stoning all my masks that I sold and stuff. So nice. work. But yeah. So Jimbo, she has a sketch comedy background already. So, and then she's also a trained clown and then she's a, a drag clown as well. So uh, my expectations for Jimbo and this, this pageant is, is, is really high and I'm expecting her to do very well in this. For Same. Sure. Same. Same. I, I, I don't think there's anything that she can't do. So bring it Jimbo. It's almost time for the pageant, so let's take a break and listen to a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Okay, hey, we're back, and we got um, a message in our inbox uh, from uh, one of our listeners. Latrice and Manila, when Brooke announced that the pageant on this week's episode was named Miss Loose Jaw, I was so happy because it's a play on Moose Jaw, which is a small city about 33,000 people in the province of Saskatchewan, known for having the world's largest moose, the largest moose statue, and underground tunnels. Um, supposedly used by Al Capone uh, back in the day of bootlegging alcohol during the prohibition. Ooh, this is like a full-on like lesson Dang. right here. Um, I would know because I lived there to attend college and I worked in tourism of the city. So when Priyanka said that it was like a small town pageant that would be held in a legion hall, I had to laugh because that's definitely Moose Jaw vibes. <laughs> All right, so uh, this is a message from Skyler. So thanks, Skylar, for thanks, letting Skyler. us know that yeah. Moose Jaw was Moose Jaw. Have they been letting y'all have it and letting you know stuff? They have been very kind in letting us know um, uh, because we are definitely ignorant. And <laughs> <laughs> so they have they have the option and um, um, to to email us both at latrisamanila at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, so we... You know, you never know what will happen. We might even get your email on the on the show. So thanks, Skyler. Yes, and thanks to all our listeners for educating us uh, yeah. and all that is Canadian. It's time for the pad, y'all. And you know, I love a good pad. I'm from the back pageant background, as my you know myself, and you know, I pride myself on being a good pageant girl. The pageant is hosted by uh, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, and the pageant judges Michelle Dubarry. Tracy Melker and Stefan Brogren. Is it Brogren or Brogren? I don't know, but he exactly. was on he was on Degrassi. He was on um I, I watched him on he was like the principal or, or, or the, the father or one of the okay. characters yeah. on Degrassi, the next generation. But then I had also watched Degrassi the original from like the eighties. And Ooh, he was Drake. Like a kid back then. Uh, yes, he's uh, it was nice to see him again. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it reminded me when I watched, you know, shows about kids in high school. Bitch, Drake was even cute back then. If he was 18, I would have called him Meals on Wheels. Oh. <laughs> That's right. Hell yeah. Now, I'm, I'm excited that Jeffrey Boyer Chapman is um, participating in the pageant, but I really wanted him to travel, not host. Wow. Out call. Massage. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Release me. <laughs> um, the pageant flows like a standard pageant. Um, you have the introductions. Then they provided, you know, blue dresses for everybody doing the same walk, you know, and formations and hands. They and did a little production moment. Very uh, Miss Congeniality tease. Uh, you want in a million. <laughs> I totally. Latrice and Manila. <laughs> They host the chop on the mom network. See, songwriter, producer, mogul. Oh my God. Ooh, come on, metal straw, not killing the environment. Hello. Oh, my, girl. nice paper. So I'm killing the trees only, you know. But the sea turtles are cool. Anyway, so then we have the talent portion, which is like, I think, like the bulk of this pageant. Alona as miserable paints a still life and herself. Oh. It's very Manila Luzon All Stars 4 and Mariah All Stars 5, I think. Hybrid. Girl, this is not as good. This gave me fucking um, Trevor Project. Like, someone needs to call a hotline and you know how Ben made like that miserable girl that one year on All Stars, like, like, still funny like funny. she funny. she found no yeah. way to imbue this presentation with any humor and that was a that was a big mistake during her talent i actually laughed out loud because it was just so ridiculous uh but you know like it wasn't actually like i think it was just, i was laughing because it was just ridiculous not because she was trying to be funny some girls you shouldn't pass the mic after their number you know they're not good with the quickness <laughs> And Alona's a great performer. I saw her lip sync um, before, you know. And um, but girl, don't, don't you can you can let her answer, but don't give her the mic. Don't you surrender? Right. That. We're okay. Yeah. Right. yeah okay. okay. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> I see it. Well, Priyanka as misdemeanor um, wasn't that much better when she was doing no. this like interpretive dance uh, where she's just kind of stomping oh, around. Oh man. There was a funny moment where she like stops and gives birth. But that was about it, right? It, I I mean, she she kind of got that stick in the mud thing, like the hard thing, and she wasn't saying much and keeping that blank face, and like it felt like kind of like an improv that went down a cul-de-sac. You know, it didn't keep going. There weren't any turns, and she was just doing her thing, like in yeah. her own little bubble, yeah. and not not using the environment and everybody else to her advantage to like play off of. I thought. Yeah, I think that like she kind of had this idea that she would be pregnant, and then that would kind of be enough you know and it didn't didn't go anywhere exactly well then we have jimbo as misbehaved and she's being sexy and making animal calls big dick snake <laughs> double held a dildo bird <laughs> suddenly i'm i'm into avi- uh, aviary I thought she was freaking hilarious. I, I mean, hilarious. I expected the I expected a Jimbo to be hilarious. I love that Canada has its own detox too, because Scarlett and D went to the same guy, I think, and they both play drums. Uh, oh, pumped! And- <laughs> I mean, I think Scarlett's kind of a baby of Phoenix and detox. Right, I could see that. Scarlett did the did her bongo number. I thought that was really I thought that was really cute. I thought that I was thought- fun. I thought it was cute, and I like that production definitely helped her by adding like the little sounds. That yes, the, when she was like doing the like the little like the, crystal glass yeah. rimming, like <laughs> they were very kind to do that because it, it helped yeah. make the number better. Well, last week I was saying that the uh, the people that are in charge of the sound effects uh, are really taking their job very seriously, uh, <laughs> so they went all in for this talent performance. Mm-hmm. Um, how about Lemon as Miss Fitz um, doing the mime? accurate so skilled that she didn't even need to like she just knows her body and it's such a great tool for her and just it's it was so funny yeah i was like girl is she a real mime like this is pretty damn good (laughs) like like she really had like me believing that she was door like i loved when she was trying to push the door and then she like oh it's it's a a pull (laughs) (laughs) i mean that right there i was like okay this bitch is fucking doing the the best right here. So that was sickening. And then we had Rita Baga as mismatched wrapping gifts. Well, what are you doing? Poppers, it's the only way to make Rita's performance good right now. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, um, I like the pink paper. I kind of wish that she did it. She all, I wish that she kind of set it up a little bit. Like she could have been like, hey, and for my talent, I'm going to be wrapping. 
Oops. Oh, right. that would have been funny. That would have been. Oh, girl, and then that's just out like a. Put the you know do something. Make that a would have. That in French. Would ha- in French. in French. She okay, could have said well, anything okay. and everyone would have been like, oh, okay, sure. That Nobody counts. would have known. She's like the Northern Yara Sophia. It's just funny. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> was, that, was, uh, that was a disappointment for me. She for did sure. not have you and Willem there to uh, give her any kind of coaching. So we got what we got. Maybe it's because she speaks French that she wasn't able to put the pun together. Maybe. I don't know. Well, no. thank God there's a swimsuit competition. Maybe rapping yeah, and okay. rapping are two very separate <laughs> words in le French. I guess so. But yeah, like it is. Uh, yeah, at least we have swimsuit, swimsuit, and a Q and A, because you know you got to be smart. And then Michelle Dewberry steals the crown and leaves early because she thought the pageant was whack. Anyway, um... <laughs> can we talk about the disrespect though? That she already had a crown and she's going to take this little Claire's trinket. <laughs> Like she would take that. Like at least use a good prop crown. Yeah, that was like Brooke, Brooke could have. Brooklyn like, could have hey, brought their money. Here's one here's, of my old crowns. Yeah, from Miss Seesaw U.S. of A. or something. Are you, are you? I mean, we know yeah. they're disrespectful <laughs> with crowns. They didn't even give Shay one on the crown, and they just said, "Here, hold this shiny stick." Wow. They did. Well, because they're they're afraid that the, they're gonna drop the crown when they film all three all three uh, takes. Oh, like yeah. Fifi? Yeah, like when her when her when her diamonds were falling off of her outfit yeah like diamonds from the corset <laughs> <laughs> um michelle dubarry is great i looked her up after seeing this and uh dubarry was a lady yeah and yeah, she gorgeous. like legendary and fabulous still to this day hilariously funny um and she was reading those girls letting them have it she's like is this it is this what we get bitch like <laughs> right i could have stayed at the house with this you know but and uh, then she, she was, left yeah and she left she punched it patty she's like, hit it she's, she's like, like i don't need to screw that i love it well now it's elimination day and we have the girls getting ready in the mirror and scarlet is cranky as fuck and she's getting into a fight with alona about nothing it's about nothing. They just keep fighting. So <laughs> stupid. She she dropped her eyeliner or something. Then she's like, I'm a mess. And then Alona went, you are a mess. And then Scarlett's like, I've never said anything negative about you this whole competition. Alona's like, yes, you have. Blah, 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 blah. It's all just like generalities of fighting. And they're all, they all need a good dick down. That's what it is. They, none of these is. girls have had dick since like probably two, three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And also Alona just loves to express herself. Just let me express myself. How dare you tell me how to feel? <laughs> I mean, but you're uh, in a pressure cooker. You know this. Like, you kind of have to release the steam somehow. You know what I mean? So you might as well do it on camera so the whole world can so see. Right? Petty. It's so petty. It's so petty. It's so petty. Lori well, Petty. Uh, <laughs> but then the queens they start talking about Michelle Dewberry. Um, you know, she is a Canadian legend and the oldest working drag queen in the world. Uh, well. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, because I know of another queen that's Yeah, in Seattle, old. right? Right. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All so right. I don't know about that being a Maybe fact, in Canada. Maybe in Canada, but not the world, because I definitely know this 88-year-old queen that's in Seattle. She might be 90 now. But she's been doing drag since the 50s. And so, like, you know, you know back then you had to wear some form of male attire underneath your drag, or else you can be arrested and thrown in jail. So you had to have on, like, Fruit of a Looms or some boxers um, underneath that skirt. I had some fruit in my poon. <laughs> I think that's great that the girls are taking time to really like show their respect and and uh, show and just kind of speak about uh, the queens that have pioneered and you know trailblazed, uh, so that we all can be doing what we're doing now. And I think that it's that was a really, really important and touching moment from the show. Amen. Manila, do you have any like drag elders that you like look up to? Yes, um, it would be the cast of the Ladies of La Femme at the Gay Nineties in Minneapolis. Oh, work! When I first started drag in Minnesota, um, I would go to their drag show, and it was—it's still one of my favorite drag shows ever. It's like, have you been to the Gay Nineties? Yeah, I was there when I worked at the other bar. That's like. Five or six blocks down the road. Saloon. Same side of the street. I forget what yeah, it was, saloon. but there's like a big fireplace. They have like a really nice cabaret upstairs above the club. And they have just like an amazing uh, drag show that just goes on all night. And these queens like c- 
just they work their asses off and they also have a really fantastic dressing room <laughs> each queen Ooh. has their own dressing room which is like unheard yes. of well uh, there's roxy marquis who just recently passed um there is um monica west um cc russell all these queens were are my inspiration and they kind of helped me kind of figure out the the early going ons of, of drag so those are those are my those are my elders even though they were in their prime at the time those are my elders yeah what about you latrice um i have yeah definitely my, down here my local legends and uh who i refer to as my drag mom uh she she's tiffany ariagas and then uh legends like electra Nikki Adams, um, Dana Manchester, who's passed away, but like these are the women or that really helped me see what drag and female impersonation was about. And so I, I I learned a lot from them, and I based a lot of my career path and business ethics and etiquette um, from these legends who've been doing it and still doing it to this day. So nice. Yeah. What about you, Willem? You didn't really come up in a drag, you know scene you you know you're miss hollywood industry uh but <laughs> you discovered your family a lot later uh but do you have legends that you look up to yeah i have a lot of the new york girls were always the ones that were to me the the funniest that i gravitated to like um uh bunny and like bob and sugar pie coco um uh, we just lost. Oh my god! Yeah. We just lost. I'm just... I just saw that on on um, Bianca or Bunny's thing, and I like remember being 18 and 19, going to shows and being like, "This bitch, so funny, <laughs> yeah. fearless." Yeah. Um, so oh, I any love any comedy queen, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so rest in peace, Har. Yeah. Lace yeah. fronts in the sky. Well, here's to sugar pie. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back to talk about the main stage and get to Ali X. Drink up. Cheers. Cheers, sugar pie, Coco. You got the chop. 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 Girl, you got the chop. And we're back. We Bring it to the runway. Runway. Run, 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 runway. runway with our extra special guest host Ali X. She does a good little job with the introductions, and she does the hand. You know, gives a little speech. I was here for her. I love her style. Yeah. She's real cute. She's really she seems cute. real respectful, and she seems real like um, enamored by drag. So I, I'm Absolutely. glad that she's there. Yeah. Um, so the runway. Drag perfection, darling. Perfection. We're looking for polished gowns, stones, hair, style. Okay, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Would you have worn any of the gowns that pumped down this runway? Um, um, yeah. Rita Baga, let me tell you something. Like, that was the best she's ever looked, ever. Ever. Like, well, she, uh, the dress was it was sickening like but from the forehead up well then there was that part uh <laughs> the dress was yeah the dress was sickening i mean it was stunning. the glove but was sickening too, the glove the glove too. i love the yes. glove yeah oh yeah. my god yeah she should have put the gloves on as a turban Woo! oh yes because she said she she was said she was going for this glenn close you know wearing terry mugler so if she put the the turban on she could have been very sunset boulevard um, yeah, that hair was not doing it for me, though. Honey, she needs to go Glenn Farr if she wants to wear that wig. <laughs> and I, I'm very, just saying. I, well, I would have worn everything that Scarlett was wearing. I mean, including the wig, because, well, it, you're it already wearing it. Was you. Wig. <laughs> it was you. <laughs> yeah, I, she, she looks sickening. She literally looks sickening. Um, I thought Priyanka looked beautiful, but I probably just... Gorgeous. I probably just would have gone with lemons because it was funny and cute, and her feet probably didn't hurt. Oh my god, lemon was that was <laughs> such a creative take on the pageant uh, princess, Perfect, yeah. like whatever. I, I thought that was so fantastic. I thought it was hilarious that like Brooklyn was just so gagged. Like I, I would have never thought about that. I, <laughs> right. I, 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 well, I that's why she my head around the this. show. <laughs> <laughs> she would have thought better. 
<laughs> yeah, I liked how I liked how Lemon took it out of the box, and I, I I was really worried at first because I was expecting Lemon from up until this point to wear some god awful, ill fitting, like shapeless, you know, navy stretch gown. So this was a delight to see her as like the John Benet Ramsey. Yeah, like the hair. It was so perfect. Everything was perfect. Tyler's mm-hmm. and Tierra's tea. Um, mm-hmm. I will say, you know, I am a huge fan and I'm wearing her shirt. How be ever. Um, <laughs> uh, when Jimbo came and bent that corner and I was just like, what? <laughs> what in the actual fuck happened? Girl, what'd you do, girl? Like, I now... I get the camp factor and I get all that, but this was not that moment. This was not that moment. It wasn't campy enough or glamorous enough to be intentional for me. So it was just a huge miss. And I guess we are, you know, everyone's allowed to have a bad day. Um, And this runway was that for my dear beloved Jimbo bitch, because that was horrible. That was just horrible. What about the hair? I see. I liked the hair. I, I thought it looked it like a looked... hard front on a Barbie. <laughs> okay, well, I wasn't looking at the hairline, but I did like the concept of the hair. It kind of reminded me of like the old nineteen sixties, like yeah. you know, Crystal LaBeija, like yeah, very bad. That they had. Yes, I really bad. liked the diamonds dripping out of the eyes and Loved dripping. All that. They weren't clipped to the earlobe; they were dripping out, the, of, out the of the ear. The ear which was yeah, cool. I liked that. But, um, I just felt it was like uh, such like I could just see how expensive she uh, how much how ex- how much money she spent on all those ostrich feathers, you know, like it, just and like, they were in waste. the wrong spot. They were in, in the, the wrong, wrong spot. And yeah, they were, they were like, like on the top. Yeah, they're on the no, top. Was... They were like six ply. It wasn't not <laughs> nearly enough feathers to be. Ooh, no. No, it wasn't. It, was just, it was. It wasn't a mother pluckered moment. It was, it was a mother pluckered moment. There you go. No. There you go. But you, I, I felt. I f- definitely felt bad about this. Uh, about this. This look. I don't know. It's. It's like the hoop skirt. Like it. It. It rarely ever works on Drag Race. It has so, to be like. It has to be so like, over dramatically done, like fiercely done, or it's gonna look cheap. And look like yeah, it's gonna look like a hula hoop that you've strung up on some strings. That's cool. with, yeah. with it looks like you like a single piece of polyester a... over it. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's, it's just because she was so good in the challenge. Like I laughed the most at her in the challenge, and then she came from the runway, and I was just like, oh. Oh so. well, let's get to these judges' critiques because you know they had stuff to say too. I mean, Didn't like, what though? do you think? Like Ilona, they they liked they. Well, they thought that her sad character was just kind of one note and, and more cranky than sad. Um, I liked her runway look. There was, uh, there was some things wrong with it, but I wasn't my. It wasn't the worst thing up there for sure. Yeah, she had an almost floor length gown, and it was it was. It, was... <laughs> <laughs> it is so hard for queens to get floor length gowns on any season of Drag Race. It's like the hardest thing for anyone. Girl, I did it. Pandora on All Stars One with that green fur that ended eight inches above the floor. Oh no! Oh no! And and she it's had so a hard. fitting. She had a fitting for that. Someone made that for her. But um, this this run this runway for Alona, uh, the she put it up on her Instagram later, and she styled it differently in the Instagram photo with better hair, and it made a world of difference. Oh, see, ha- hair. Having, but all the jewels on the top. Oh my God! I would have. I, I I would take that and put that in my closet right now. It's a to- it's a total um, AB crystal version of the clear one that Beyonce wore on the Crazy in Love cover where she's all like, mm. oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I love it. I-, I-, I think it was sickening. And I the entire time I was worried that it was going to get snagged on something. <laughs> that too. Because you know, it. <laughs> <laughs> that-, that one too she got. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Well, fuck. <laughs> I I really liked um uh I really was rooting for Priyanka this time, um but it didn't seem to work out for her with the judges. And no. it seems like yeah, like the 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 gown was beautiful. She looks amazing I, as usual, but mm-hmm. it, it's just 
improv is just not her thing. At least, at least, improving trying to be funny is not her thing. So, I mean, I feel like it can be her thing. She's very funny naturally. It's one that she has to put on a character, and then it doesn't come off as funny because she is a funny person. I've worked with her. She's great. She's quick on her toes. Good with the audience. Good with the mic. But like when she tries to play a character and then be funny, I think it's too many levels of thought in the moment for her. Uh huh. Uh, I don't know, but like she I don't in her head. Yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But and her wig was pretty. It was really pretty. Her makeup was gorgeous. She looked her really pretty. Always gorgeous. Oh my yeah. god! Like uh, she looked gorgeous. Um, mm -hmm. uh, can we talk about Scarlet Bobo though for a second? Because like yeah. the, the like the bitch really is good, and she's good at drag, um, drag race. Like there are girls who are good at drag, and there's girls who are good, good at drag race, and she's good at drag race, and like she has not faltered. Um, she gets great feedback from her from her performance in the pageant. The, um, they live for her look on the runway. She's so polished. Um, and then she gets tons of praise and 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 from the judges. Like you just think I'm rooting for her at this point, you know, because she hasn't had a win and she's doing everything in her being uh, to stand out. And yeah. I just feel for her because I know the frustration of like feeling invisible. And like, she, she says that she, you know, she says that she feels that way a little bit. Like nobody sees her. But I feel like she'll be, I'll see her on all stars. Bitch. We'll see. We see you. We yeah. see you. I mean, I, I, I think that she is definitely, well, she's still in the race. So I don't know why, like she can't, like, I think she just needs to focus on the fact that she's not, never been in the bottom. And she, and she yeah, should, that goes a long and way. And she's to me. always been at the top. So like it just one of these girls and get overconfident and she, they're gonna fuck up in one of the categories somehow, and she's going to take the whole damn thing. So stay I stay consistent, girl. Me too. Like at this point, Scarlet, stay consistent, girl. Consistency. Also, wins doesn't the race. Scarlet juggle fire? She does, and she eats it too. All right, back in the workroom. So Scarlet Brianka. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm sweating so bad uh, <laughs> oh the read of all reads coming up with fucking uh unsolicited oh, yeah, 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 advice yeah, yeah. this is the first time that i saw you paint older and then she gives she gives her every opinion that we're all thinking about that dry ass dusty musty wig. Oh my god, Jimbo going off on Rita Baga is the funniest Ooh. thing that happened. <laughs> that was so they are going in on each other, and I just love Rita's like now this is unsolicited uh, uh, critiques, but and then Jimbo's like not having it. Jimbo nah. goes in, she Bitch goes in, she stop. has all of her weapons aimed on Rita. Her hair looks like she, a grandma had just has dunked her head in the toilet. She that said. waist looks like a barrel or something. She went in. I talked to Jimbo on Instagram about something yesterday, and he said he was quote spicy about still not winning from the week before. And I was oh, like, wow. Oh, well, it showed. Girl, she, she was spicy. <laughs> yeah. You know I what, mean, though? I, I agreed. Although true. Rita's waist did look snatched. Rita's waist was fine in that dress. She looked good. She looked good. She well, looked good. no, yeah. that, Rita, from the, from the hairline down, Rita looked fantastic. But it was that wig. And Jimbo went in on the wig. Uh, and I did agree she needed a darker earring, though. A black or navy earring would have been really cute. That's yeah. Like, that's like. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. How can you nitpick about the earring when she was wearing that hair? Like, the judges didn't say anything about that fucking wig. Like, no one said anything about the wig on the judges. Well, no, one did. Um, who was it that said something about the hair? Ali X. Oh, it was Ali X. Ali X, yes. Ali X. She was not having it. Yeah. No, but, like, you know, like, if you're going to do that, like, um, Miranda Priestly, like, you know, short bop, it still has to be drag. It still has to be big. It just can't, it can't be one of those, oh, I saw it on Facebook, a boy wearing a boy wig. No, it, I literally oh. had to like check to see if that was like her actual hair. I was like, is that her real hair or is that no. a wig? Like, Girl, what's going on? She. It looks like when you don't have proportionized hair to a man's head, you look like Fred Gwynn, who pay, who played Herman Munster originally. <laughs> like, it gives that. Like, it's not yeah. the right size for your head. You need to like make it bigger. Well, Jimbo was letting everyone know what she thought yeah. about that, and I. <laughs> <that was laughs> yeah. Funniest, the funniest thing ever. 
It was hilarious. So Lemon wins this episode. She gets a luxury vacation uh, to to Iceland. Uh, to Iceland. Pink Iceland. They're um, great. They brought me over there. The guy that runs it is named Magnus. He's really cute. Oh, fair. Oh. I, I I agree with this win. I think that Lemon did fantastic in both the runway and in the challenge. Yeah. Um, Scarlet is safe and she's going through it because she still hasn't won anything. But she's a lovely first alternate um, at the page. And, uh, then... and then we have our bottom two, which is uh, Ilona and Priyanka, unfortunately. Uh, they uh, they get to lip sync a song, um, Hello by Ali X, right in front of Ali X, which I think is a really cool thing. What do you guys think of the lip sync? Look, silence. It was, I, well, I didn't, I actually enjoyed it because I got to see Priyanka like redeem her, uh, uh, like her, her, uh, her quick wittedness and trying to be funny and, um, like playing off the the hello and waving yeah. and still using the pageant, you know, like she did a really good job of like showing us that she can improv. And I was like, okay, redeeming moment for me was that. Yeah, I liked the song and I liked what Priyanka did with it. I think that when Priyanka lip synced last time, she you see her come into her power and like transform and just become like this different kind of energy on the stage. And she just like prowls the runway kind of and like this she totally owned it alona kind of parked and barked too i thought she was in the same spot the whole time doing what she does but like what she does couldn't compete next to priyanka i thought well i i thought case. that i thought that uh ilona started out really strong mm -hmm. and she was emoting and she's really good at lip syncing yeah but i think that what what happened was uh, and in the beginning, I thought she was slaying it over Priyanka, but Priyanka, yeah. once she got to that that chorus where she Baby. started waving and doing the hello, it yeah. was that little extra gag that made it a more entertaining of a thing. My personal thing was, is that like, y'all knew in production that they're all going to be in gowns. I just wish that they gave us a power ballad. Hello. So, Ilona went home? Damn. she punch it yet? <laughs> Weird. We were, is she by the bus? Is she by the bus? Did she bring her bags out? We were we were waiting for you to get back. Oh uh, fuck me! <laughs> okay, so um, Priyanka wins the lip sync, yes, and then Alona goes home, and then backstage Alona gets uh gets to meet Ali X. You know, she has her lyrics on her arm, which is really cool that she got to meet and hug her. Um, that's a good little consolation prize. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, so good what a way her. to go. What a way to go. And that lip is sickening, that purple lip. A lot of campaign. She did that. She showed us that for. She campaigned. Uh, her her campaign. boy interview look was really cute, too. Yeah. yeah she campaigned. She gave us good TV. We salute you, um, Ilona. Yeah, I I, act, I fell in love with Delona. I think that she was an amazing character. And I love all of her looks, and I was rooting for her. So we miss you, Alona, already. No, not this we. Oh. I, well, I, I, I'm talking about I me and all I the personalities in my head, girl. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> okay, well, we do this every week, Willem. We, uh, we pick our tops and our chops. So each week we are going to highlight our tops and our chops of the week, our favorite and our least favorite moments of the episode. Okay. So um, I'll go first. My top uh, moment of the week was the Jimbo and Scarlet, uh, the Jimbo and Rita uh, fight backstage. That had me howling. I, I, it's so funny because Jimbo is such a fun character. But to see when she like comes out with like the fangs, it, it's like spice, woo. Patty. She was <laughs> yeah. spicy. Spicy. <laughs> that wasn't medium. That was hot. That was hot caliente. Honey. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, my top was probably when Lemon tried to open that door, and it it wasn't a real door. It 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 snuck me because I was like, what's this bit? Oh wow! It just showed me like her brain a little bit. And I, I, I love, I get like talent boners whenever I see something. I was like, that's good. Yeah, so she's, the, le yeah, Lemon's my top of the week probably for that. Um, I'm going to give Rita Baga a great top moment just for the gown um, and gloves. Um, 
for the runway, that was really something that I, I actually clapped for. Um, and I clapped for her because it was like the best I think she's looked throughout the whole competition. Um, you know, whatever about the hair, but... The hair was the chop. She literally the, used, I think, gardening shears. See, yeah, there actually, you go. well, that's chopped that is something. my chop. That is oh, my chop go. this so, week. My chop see? this week is that fucking wig she wore because, that, like, <laughs> that dress, that gown, her look, everything, and then it was like completely fucked with the hair. It looked like, it looked like some bitch snatched her wig after she won the damn pageant. It, yeah. <laughs> Which could have been funny if she had a wig in her hand and it was like I snatched someone snatched my wig, uh, but that wig was that that wig is all god awful. I, I hate that wig. Honestly, she wasn't wearing that wig. That wig was wearing her out. Wow. <laughs> it, I mean, it's not like she had a good wig with green tips like pretty girls like us. <laughs> I did not get the memo, unfortunately. We didn't what send it. <laughs> oh, late to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, um, Willem? What's your what's your chop this week? I think my chop this week is um Jimbo giving a fuck. Like in that in that sit down no, where he I'm reads so, Rita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh -huh. honestly, chop up the fucks and pass them out to all the girls and tell them. Bam. Okay. Yeah. Okay, what, I can what, I can I can go with that. Um mine is similar. I can deal without that uh mirror uh moment with Alona and Scarlet was bogus. Like, <laughs> what are y'all talking about? What are y'all fighting about? Not a damn thing. Y'all just wasting up camera time. But okay, get your feelings out. And uh, you know she has her tweezer probably. She took it. <laughs> she can't find her tweezer. <laughs> I mean, but you know what the great thing about this this week is? What? Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bower Chapman is not in our chopping list today, this week. He has now successfully got a bitch. He was on mine three weeks in a row, bitch. So, like, congratulations, Jeffrey. You are now, you have now graduated, and you're off the chopping block, girl. See what happens when you wear full leg Look, pants. I just called him girl. Twilight Zone. Well, anyway, thank you all so much for listening to The Chop. Thank our very extra special guest, Willem, for joining us this week. Um, we have new episodes every Monday. And make sure you subscribe to our show and you can rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. You can also send an email and they might read it on the show next week. You can email them at latriceandmanila at gmail.com. I'm submitting a review right now. <laughs> please do please do <laughs> and you can follow us at latrice royale and at manila luzon and at willem is a fucking bitch.com <laughs> you know it's a dot net you cunt oh, oh, oh okay i thought it was a, a dot org girl <laughs> damn <laughs> that's for her foundation thank you guys we love you we'll see you next week to find out who, who gets the chop, 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 chop. The Chop is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Creative Canada, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Canada's drag race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their prospective trademark and copyright holders. Forever Dog. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Duzon. Produced by Big Dipper. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Balai. Alaska Thunderfuck. Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio. And Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.